My name is Pat Byrne, and welcome to my Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series. In Wedding Music Made Easy, I will be giving you some great tips for choosing your wedding music. As a church musician and pianist, I have had many years of experience planning and playing for weddings. I look forward to sharing all that I have learned with you in my Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series. In the first episode of the Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series, I gave you a very basic overview of your wedding ceremony or service. I described your ceremony's three main parts as being the beginning, the middle, and the end. In this and the next two podcast episodes in the Wedding Music Made Easy series, I will cover in detail these three main parts of your wedding ceremony or service. As I did in the first episode of the Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series, I will again begin by using classical music to illustrate the basic principles of what you should listen for in picking a processional for your wedding. Once you understand what the basic musical concepts are, you can use what you have learned to choose your favorite classical, religious, or contemporary song for your wedding processional. In the second half of this podcast, I will be playing a wide variety of non-classical processionals for you to consider for your wedding, ceremony, or service. Before we talk about the music itself, I want you to imagine for a moment this scene. It is time for your wedding ceremony to begin. Your friends and family all stand and slowly turn to look towards the back of the church or the room. The doors slowly open, and you, finally after months of preparation, step forward with your father or another very important person in your life holding your arm. The music starts, and the processional begins. This is your moment. More than at any other time in your life, you are the center of everyone's attention. As the music is played, you'll be greeted by both smiles and tears as you make your way forward to join your fiancé and meet the officiant. Now, the music that is played while you gracefully move from the back of the church or room up to the front is called the processional. Let's look at that term, processional. Obviously, it is very closely related to the word procession. We call it a bridal procession because, just like its royal ancestors, it is leading to something very important, your marriage. We could use the terms entrance or opening song, but neither of those terms convey the sense that something really, really special is about to happen. Musically, processionals began to appear around the time of Shakespeare, That's about the year 1600. These were almost always written to accompany the entrance of a king or cardinal. 
around that time, keyboard versions of these grand royal and ecclesiastical processionals began to be written so that people could play them at home. It wasn't until well into the Victorian era of the 19th century that composers began writing music that could be used by middle-class brides for their weddings. During the 19th century, when many of the modern wedding traditions were formed, opera was very popular. At that time, operas were just as popular as the Broadway musicals Cats, Les Mis, or Phantom of the Opera are today. So it stands the reason that Richard Wagner, the most influential opera composer of the 19th century, also wrote the most influential wedding processional of the last 150 years, Wagner's Bridal Chorus, from his opera Lohengrin, which was first heard in 1850. And sixty years later, I am still asked to play Wagner's Here Comes the Bride several times every year. So here's what it sounds like when I play it on the organ using my portable keyboard. using the same instrument but switching to a piano sound. mention here that all of the keyboard solos that you hear in any of my podcasts are being played by me. So whether it's an organ, a piano, or a harpsichord, that's me playing my portable instrument. The famous English lyrics, Here Comes the Bride, All Dressed in White, were only added during the rise in popularity of the bridal chorus in England and eventually America. A correct translation of the original first lines of Wagner's German text would be, Faithfully guided, draw near to where the blessing of love shall preserve you. Well, that's definitely not as catchy as Here Comes the Bride, so you can see why that substitute lyric has stuck. I think that Wagner's bridal chorus has been popular all these years because it really is a nearly perfect wedding processional. Why is that? Well, one reason is the music is slow and stately. 
You may be asking yourself or asking me, why is that so important? Well, when the doors swing open and you stand there ready to start down the center aisle, the last thing that you want to do is to casually walk past your family and friends as if you were at the mall or a supermarket. The slow pace and stately style of Wagner's music makes it easy for a nervous bride and her emotional father to walk with grace and elegance as they make their entrance and move down the aisle. This is an important feature for you to look for in any wedding processional that you choose, whether it is classical or modern. While Wagner's bridal chorus has remained popular ever since Queen Victoria used it for her own wedding in 1858, an even older piece of music has begun to replace Here Comes the Bride as a favorite of many of today's brides. This beautiful piece is called Canon in D. It was written by another German composer, Johann Pachelbel, who lived toward the end of the 17th century. As you can hear, just like the Wagner bridal chorus, the Canon D is slow and stately. This kind of music will make it very easy for you and your dad to move gracefully down the aisle. Unlike Wagner's immensely popular bridal chorus, the Canon in D was lost and forgotten for nearly 300 years. It wasn't rediscovered until 1968 when a recording of it by a small string orchestra conducted by Francois Payard became an unexpected giant international hit. It is hard for me to explain what a sensation this recording of the Canon and D made in the late 60s and early 70s. The timing was perfect because the baby boomers were just starting to get married and they were all looking for a new alternative to replace the stodgy old establishment bridal chorus. The Canon D also had an added feature that I think is an unbeatable advantage. It is simply mesmerizing. This also fit the style of the boomers who were developing a taste for the hypnotic music of India about the same time. Now the reason for this is that Pachelbel's entire seven-man canon is made up of a repeated pattern of only eight bass notes. On top of those eight simple notes, Pachelbel harmonizes eight chords. And that's really all there is to it. Using that very simple pattern, 
Pachelbel spins his wonderful, hypnotic masterpiece. As I mentioned before, Pachelbel's entire canon in D is nearly seven minutes long. Of course, that is just way too long for most weddings, unless your church has a very, very long aisle. For example, in 2011, Kate Middleton processed down the very long aisle at London's monumental Westminster Abbey for her royal wedding. And Middleton's processional that day only lasted four minutes. And remember, that was a very large church. So whatever song you use for your processional, it must always be timed to last just about as long as the time it takes you and your dad to reach the groom. If the processional music delays things too much, either at the beginning or at the end, it will make things very awkward. And awkward is never a good way to start your wedding ceremony. So what are the important points to remember about the timing of your wedding processional? It is always really nice to have a short, obvious musical introduction playing as the doors open and everyone's attention is drawn towards you and your father. Such a short introduction helps to get everyone's attention and put the spotlight on you before you take the first step down the aisle. Here again is the straightforward introduction to the Wagner Bridal Chorus. And for comparison, here is what I would play as an introduction to the Pachelbel Canon. Either of these short, 
Simple introductions will let your family and friends know that something really, really special is about to happen. Following the short introduction, the main part of the song will start, and that is when you should begin walking down the aisle with your dad. For most weddings, it will take no more than a minute or maybe two for both of you to arrive at where the groom is waiting. Your dad will give you a hug, and you will then join the groom. Your wedding processional should wind down as you and the groom approach the altar or platform where you will exchange your vows. Whatever music you choose for your wedding processional, it will usually have to be cut to fit the timing of your entrance. You'll want a few seconds of introduction, a minute or two accompanying your walk down the aisle, and then a few seconds of wind down as you approach the officiant. While this is the usual timeline, the musician will have to be flexible enough to make adjustments along the way. This need for flexibility is yet another benefit of using a piece like Paco Bell's Canon in D. Since the Canon is built up of short, eight-note segments, it is very easy for your musician to add or take away sections in order to fit the exact amount of time that is needed for your wedding processional. Although the Wagner Bridal Chorus and the Pachelbel Canon in D are now the two most popular wedding procession choices, there are many, many other possible choices. Whether you are choosing classical, religious, or popular music, often the big problem for brides is sorting through too many options for their wedding. Now we're going to go through a sampling of some of these alternative processionals. But please keep in mind that the most important quality that you are looking for in your wedding processional is that you and your dad can walk down the aisle gracefully and with ease. You always want to choose music that is easy for both of you to walk to without much effort. Remember, like most brides, you will most likely be very nervous at that moment and your dad may be emotional. On YouTube, I've seen some videos of a few weddings that begin with some truly amazing choreography during the wedding procession. Once I even played a processional for a bride who was a trained ballerina. She literally danced her way all the way down the aisle to meet her groom. That processional lasted about five minutes and everyone loved it. But just remember, she was a trained dancer and her dad was not able to participate. So my tip for you, unless you are a professional dancer, is to keep your wedding processional simple and stately. Christina Perry's A Thousand Years from the Twilight movies has become a very popular wedding processional. Just like the classical processionals that I played for you earlier, A Thousand Years is slow, and it has a nice introduction to start things off. The introduction, remember, is an important part of the wedding processional. It sets the stage. I would suggest that you begin down the aisle when the main part of the song begins.
Now, if the timing is right, you should be approaching the groom at this point in the song as we come into the main chorus. Then, as you approach the officiant, your musician should be winding the song down. I hope that this example shows you the importance of timing. To make the timing work, you will need a musician who can shape the song to fit the time needed. Every wedding processional is different. And, even if you have the luxury of rehearsing the processional the night before, just a slight change in the speed of your entrance, either faster or slower, can throw off the timing of the music. Your musician needs to be able to go with the flow and make adjustments as needed, making the song shorter or longer as needed. Similar to Christina Perry's A Thousand Years, The River Flows in You is a beautiful classical-style piano solo written in 2001 by the Korean composer Yuruma. The River Flows in You is a very nice contemporary option to older classical music. Just like the other songs we've listened to, it has a nice introduction. The song itself, very similar to Pachelbel's Canon in D, is repetitive, which makes it easy to fit into whatever time you need. Instead of being built at eight notes, flows in you is built on four. Brian Crane's Butterfly Waltz is another piano solo that is written in a modern classical style. Now the Butterfly Waltz doesn't have an official introduction, but it starts out quietly enough that that can serve as the introduction. So I would say by now you'd have begun walking down the aisle with your dad. Now the entire butterfly waltz is about three, three and a half minutes long. So I'm going to shorten it to about two minutes to show you what kind of effect that has and see if you can notice the jump. The jump should be as seamless as possible. I'll tell you when it comes. So I would think at this point, you would probably be up to the groom.
noticing that it's time to wind things down. Trains Marry Me from 2009 is one of my favorite of the contemporary wedding processionals. Marry Me has a nice, simple introduction. I would suggest that you start walking forward when the verse starts. Rascal Flatt's massive hit, Bless the Broken Road, also has a great introduction. It makes a very nice piano solo for a wedding processional. Well, by now, I hope you're getting the idea of how these processionals work. Bless the Broken Road has this wonderful introduction. The door just opened, the piano's playing, and you're standing there with your dad. Stay there for the whole introduction. This is where the song itself starts, and that's where you should start your slow processional down the aisle. quarters of the way down, approaching the groom. It's always nice to approach the groom and the end of the processional as we come into the main part of the song, the part everybody remembers. Now, Bless the Broken Road is a very well-written song and it has this interlude coming up, which harkens back to the beginning of uh, the song. And the interlude is kind of an int integral part of the song. And this would be where you would want to meet the groom, take a few steps up towards the altar or the platform, 
where your exchange of vows is going to take place. And that's where the song ends. Now I think Bless the Broken Road makes for a wonderful two-minute processional. Because of its structure of introduction, verse, chorus, interlude, it would be difficult, but not impossible, to shorten this song to say a minute or so. To play all four of those sections, it takes about two minutes. And each of those four sections has a solid structure musically that is not easy to cut shorter or make longer. Think back to the canon in D or Yoruma's River Flows in You. You'll remember that I said both of those songs were made up of simple recurring patterns, kind of like building blocks. So it was easy to build those songs into a processional of really any length. I could see playing either of those songs for less than a minute or for five minutes. It really doesn't matter. It's just more or less of the same sections. Now with more complex songs like Bless the Broken Road, the sections are longer and musically more dense, harder to work with. That makes timing even more critical if you want to use a song like Bless the Broken Road for your processional. I see my time is almost up here. I'm trying to keep all of these podcast episodes about a half hour. But the processional is really important, and there's a lot of details to it that you need to kind of know in order to make good decisions. So I'm going to kind of quickly go through three more songs. Blake Shelton's God Gave Me You is another great wedding song. It's similar to Bless the Broken Road. It has definite sections, this great introduction, which leads into a verse. Again, you know by now, when the verse starts, that's when you start walking down the aisle. This music flows along pretty fast, but you should still remain with a stately walk. Now we're coming into the chorus. So again, you should be about three quarters of the way down the aisle, smiling at your nervous groom who's waiting to meet you. You hug your dad, walk over and take your groom's arm and then you proceed up a few steps to the platform or the altar where you will exchange your vows. Now you'll notice we go back into the introduction music because I'm going to end the song pretty quickly here. If you're familiar with the song, you know there's another uh, section to it that we're just going to totally ignore for use as a processional. So we do the introduction, verse, chorus, and then fade out with the introduction. About a minute and a half. Matthew West when I say I do, makes a good processional, especially if you have a hard time feeling the beat. This has a very definite beat. Short introduction, we're already in the verse, so you've already started down the aisle. nice piano song. Obviously it was written on a piano. Sounds great. Here's the chorus. So 
three quarters of the way down. Now this is a fairly long song, it's nine pages of music, but the parts we're going to use for our processional are only the first two and a half, three pages. It doesn't have an interlude, so when we get to the end of the chorus, I'm just going to wind things down as if I would for a processional, because that's probably enough time for about a minute and a half, minute and 40 seconds. time for one more example and that's going to be John Legend's big hit All of Me. This again is a wonderful song for a wedding. Starts out with a very nice introduction which as you know by now I'm a big fan of. And here's the verse. So here's where you would start a procession with your dad. if this little piano solo accompanies you those last few steps before the song winds down. You may have noticed in today's Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series episode that I've taken you from the most traditional processionals all the way down to today's big hits. If you do choose a non-traditional song for your wedding because it has a special meeting for you and the groom, I recommend that you say something about it in your program or booklet. Remember, your family and friends will be from a wide range of ages, and some of them may never have even heard of your song before. So if a song has a special connection for you and your groom, it is a good idea for you to let your family and friends know exactly what that connection is in the program. One final note before we end this episode of the Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series. I would like to point out that there are many pop classics that could be used for your processional. I'll be covering older love songs by the likes of the Beatles in more detail in a later podcast in the Wedding Music Made Easy series. Well, that just about covers the processional for today's episode. Just remember the main features that you want to look for in the music for your processional is that it be slow and easy to walk to, and that it sets the stage for the important event that is about to take place. 
your wedding. If your wedding will be in the Chicagoland area, Milwaukee, Madison, the Fox Valley, or the Dells, I would be honored to be your wedding musician. I would love to personally work with you on planning your wedding. You can inquire about my availability or request a free quote on my website, burnpiano.com. That's B-Y-R-N-E-P-I-A-N-O.com. On my website, you can also listen to sample recordings of my playing as well as other resources to help you with planning for your wedding. The Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series is totally supported by listener donations. If you found today's podcast of value to you in planning your own wedding, I hope that you will consider making a donation to help support this series. You can make your donation on my website, burnpiano.com. That's B-Y-R-N-E-P-I-A-N-O.com. Just click on the podcast tab in the menu bar. Finally, I would like Wedding Music Made Easy to be as helpful to you as possible. Your specific questions and comments are always welcome. You can contact me through my website or you can email me pat at burnpiano.com. That's P-A-T at burnpiano.com. I will do my best to answer your question, and if your question is of general interest, I will be happy to make it part of a future Wedding Music Made Easy podcast. Thanks for listening to this Wedding Music Made Easy podcast, and happy planning! The entire contents of this podcast are copyright by the Studio of Musical Arts, LLC, all rights reserved. Any copyrighted material used in the making of this educational podcast series remains the property of the original copyright owner.